Dragon Ball Super Chapter 83. I, I enjoyed it. It was a bit bittersweet. I'm enjoying the flashback of Bardock seeing him fight, seeing the dialogue being exchanged between him and Gas. And I keep forgetting the Namekian's name. But with that being the case, you know, it's like a fan fiction that is legit has come into fruition. So I do say it's bittersweet because as much as I enjoy it, there's something in this chapter that could potentially change the way you see how the series pan out. It, it, it impacts a, a solid foundation in the series. Now, I don't think it's to that extreme where you got to question everything. But once we get there, I'll, I'll elaborate more on it. Of course, we've already seen this fight. And by we've already seen it, we've seen it done at a higher level with gas and Goku. Of course, currently Goku's going through this um, ultra instinct awakening, hearing the, the voice of his father. We'll see how part three of the fight against gas will end up shaping up to be. But I, you guys understand how much I was praising Goku jumping planet to planet, actually using his mind, taunting him mentally. So... Of course, seeing him fight against Gas here, I'm happy it was short-lived and did this chapter because, again, we've seen it done at a better, at a better, not just pace, but overall just better. Now, going on from here, we have Gas with his weapons. Yeah, I, I, man, I still get a chuckle. You know, we got high energy beams and Gas, hey, he got to whip out the weapons. He did it against Goku currently, not in this flashback. But basically going back and forth and I'm loving that it doesn't seem so one-sided, even though Gas is definitely giving Bardock the beats. But with that being said, you know, he's sort of questioning Bardock as far as, you know, not as far as, you know, but just trying to size him up like, yo, this is a power that's hiding in front of me. I suppose he lost the wood of fire. Just trying to sort of bring his morale down. Of course, Bardock being Goku's father is just like, yo, I love fighting strong people. That shit pumps my blood and just like that gets hit in the same you know facial expression we usually see goku and gets hit dead centered and i was just like oh you see that's the that's the family connection that's a relation right there that's something only goku and bardock could do i don't know sometimes vegeta be pulling the same face but with that again i Mikan, no that is the namekian's name but he tries to make a wish to send bardock home because he doesn't want bardock to continue to stay in this planet potentially lose his life this is a issue he feels he should fix. Anyways, the Namekian's name is Manito. Manito? I'm going to call him Minato for now. Butcher me if you want later. But Bardock declines that. And he declines the wish. So obviously, it didn't go through. Now, while this is going on, that's when Gas looks at a dragon. It's just like, yo, what's going on here? And that's when eventually his crew will look at a dragon and realize, well, you know, wait, what's that light over there? Which, which I guess you could say, not even I guess you could say. This plants the seeds for eventually Elec and the crew wanting to get the dragon in the present time, eventually giving the wish to Gas of being the strongest warrior in the universe. So this is how it started. That's how they gained that knowledge. Going out from there, Bardock, he ain't trying to go back to his planet. He ain't trying to get wished away. I mean, he's a saying. He would rather die than run from an enemy. And thank you for staying true from that, you know, Staying true to that nature of Bardock. And then, of course, going back to fight Gas, regardless of the slight power up Gas had because he unleashed his natural state, whatever the case is. And we get a bit of dialogue, you know, between Minato and Bardock of, hey, man, listen, you you saved me. You saved me and Granola, but you did more than enough. You know, you're, that the kindness in your heart is going to save someone else someday. That's why, you know, we need you to live. But Bardock, he don't take orders from nobody. He ain't trying to hear him give this grand speech. But when he asks him, hey, can I give you another wish? He does ask for another wish, which is something that in the beginning I said could sort of messes with the foundation. I don't think it's that bad. But 
the wish is, I wish that my sons end up thriving. That's what Bardock wished for. Now, some, I, I don't want to say, you know, the usual, some people are in it, but I could see how it could be taken as, oh no, don't tell me this is something that now destiny and faith plays in. And it's a, it's a lot bigger than just, oh wow, it just so happens that Goku and Raditz, it wasn't just by chance, but it was a wish actually all these years ago that was able to save them. And it was probably that same wish that allowed Goku to continuously beat every single villain because Bardock wished for him to strive, uh, to continue thriving. No, I don't think it goes that deep. I genuinely feel every villain Goku has beaten has been, you know, whether it's through everybody else helping him throughout his own will, whatever the case is, what we've seen already. Now, I do believe this wish of seeing that his sons end up thriving, potentially influence Goku and Raditz surviving, you know, the demise of all the Saiyans, surviving that whole entire situation. But I'm pretty sure this wish expired the second, <laughs> the second Goku, well, technically Piccolo, the second Goku killed Raditz. As soon as them two started fighting, I wish done. And I feel it didn't really impact the rest of the series anyway. So, but it was a bit scary because whenever we start throwing things in like wishes or, you know, this late in the game that could potentially, you know, impact the foundation of things that have already been set in stone something you don't want to play around with i know we've seen it done at its worst with naruto you know going from somebody that's hard working being able to overblow blow by any obstacle in your path to become the hokage to hey check it out you're actually the reincarnation of i believe ashura hopefully i got that right but yeah and then it's just sort of like oh so he was this was destined but going on from there I've read this theory. I read this theory because Gas ends up pulling Bardock's tail. And that's whenever, you know, he still isn't that affected. And I, the theory is that whenever you rip a Saiyan's tail, that boost they get from being in a near-death experience or being pushed past their limits is increased without the tail. Now, I know for now that is just a theory, but I want to say this because I don't be surprised if this ends up being something that gets sort of fleshed out later on the line for whatever reason. I mean, hey, who knows? This could be the last time we see a tail being pulled out of a scene again. But it's just interesting to note that Vegeta, his, once his tail, you know, technically he did train, but once he lost his tail, that's whenever the, what is it, Zenkai boost? That's, when, that's the name of the boost they get whenever they're near death, or I don't know what I'm rambling off as far as the titles, but that span of time where they're surpassing limits or near death gets enchanted without the tails. And, you know, if you want to sort of reach, reach for it at certain parts on Goku lost his tail and he was able to sort of not necessarily all of a sudden get this massive boost, but increase the amount of times he surpasses his limits. Y'all, y'all, y'all catch what I'm saying right here. All right. I don't want to keep stumbling over myself, but going on from there, yeah, it was, um, you know, we get some more back and forth. We get the fights going on. And ultimately, Bardock wipes the floor with gas, just wipes him out. Giant path, the canyon gets obliterated. And that's when Alec eventually picks up his little brother like, uh, look at this chump. Look at you. Defeated. Fallen. Pathetic. But right before he flies off with gas, he, you know, gives a little bit of talk to Bardock, like, hey, man, you don't know what's going on, what Frieza's about to do to y'all? Hey, man, sucks to be you. And 
that's when he ends up using one of the strongest moves we've ever seen in Dragon Ball history. Now, we've seen this a couple times before. No, I'm not talking about a Kamehameha. I'm not talking about the Spirit Bomb. But a move that, honestly, I'm appalled by the fact that Beerus hasn't decided to engage with this week or none of the angels. And it's a simple Glock. Yeah, this man just pulled out a Glock, shot the laser at Bardock, done. Out for the count. I hate it. I hate it, man. It's some of the strongest beings, some of the strongest warriors. And there's always a Glock. There's always a Glock that just knocks them down. End game. Why did we even, why do we even beef? Why do we even throw fists? Everybody got a strap. Just keep a strap with you in the Dragon Ball universe and you're all set. And then from there, the chapter ends. Oh, but you know, the ending from Bardock and Gas, the way they finished it out. Excellent. Quick to the point. We see, you know, there was a good amount of tension. The choreography was nicely done. Nothing over the top that from Bardock that's going to pull out a move we've never seen before. But it's nice to see his tenacity and his motivation to continue in the fight isn't being retconned in a way where it's just like, you know, we're trying to make him out to be all of a sudden a super nice guy or we're trying to make him out to be you know, trying to change him in a way where it's just like, oh, wow, he actually wasn't that bad. It's simple. He just wants to win. He just wants to win. Now, I would mind a little bit more bloodlust being thrown in there because why not? But I, I feel it doesn't make him out to be any more, I, I wouldn't say positive, but good. Just feels like they kept it pretty neutral to as, as far as like his motivation for why he fights. I mean, even even when he speaks on his kids, on Goku and Raditz and on the wish for them to thrive. It wasn't in the matter of, I want them to live a fulfilled life or whatever. It was just like, hey, they just thrive, be warriors. You know, they they do them, which, you know, captures that essence of Bardock that we've been used to. Now, with that being the case, that's it for the chapter. The last panel just has the scouter right there that Goku's currently listening to the voice recording. And I want to say this is going to be the last bit of Bardock and I'm hopeful for it. Let this be the last bit we're familiar with. Let this be the last send off to not just us, the fans, but to Goku. This has been a, a closure he probably didn't expect. And I'm happy that got implemented into the series because this will push Goku to reach that part of ultra instinct where, you know, if I were to base that, that quote that Bardock gave as far as his motivation of fight, hopefully that will sort of influence Goku. Well, I take that back because Goku, I don't know, is he hearing everything right now? Is he hearing everything that happened in this fight? Who knows if he is or if he isn't, I could see how Goku and Ultra Instinct wouldn't be so much driven about, man, his having this way to find out what to do, but just in the back of his head, let the rage settle down. Let every kind of emotion settle down. Just know you need a win. And then that's however he's going to perfectly sync up. You know the deal from here. Dragon Ball Super Chapter 83 was a present, was a pleasant delight. Um, I'm happy they didn't mess too much with the fundamentals. The wish we were we were walking on pretty murky waters with that wish. But I think <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Like, hey, again, once Goku and Raditz, they survived. All right, that's whenever the wish really didn't change anything else from there. Minato trying to help Bardock. Bardock staying 10 toes down, regardless, getting hit by the Glock. I mean, what can we say? I'll catch you guys with another manga breakdown of this next month. You know how the deal goes here. And I can't wait. What is it? One Piece should be coming out tomorrow night. My Hero next week. And I'm again, I told you, I'm going to keep slowly implementing more. I got two, two or three more that I'm currently reading that I want to throw in here. And that's going to be it. I'll catch you guys on the next one.